0: Today on The Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Yesterday, Kathleen Wynne announced housing affordability measures, which included expanding rent control and a foreign buyer's tax. Is this enough to ensure her position uh, as leader for the next election? I don't see how that's going to change much either way. Uh, but let's bring in Henry Jasek, professor of political science at McMaster University, is with us now. Hello, Henry, how are you today?
1: Just great, Scott.
0: Uh, thanks for taking the time to join us. Henry, do you want to weigh in and give us your thoughts on LRT off the top?
1: Uh, yeah, well, it's very confusing, and I, I, I guess what I'm most troubled about the whole LRT debate is that there's a, a number of people on the council who essentially are 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 people who are being buffeted by the two sides, and really don't seem to have the courage to say, okay, this is where I think we ought to go. I'm thinking it through, and this is where I think we ought to go. I'm a little concerned about those people who are wavering, who want to postpone things all the time, that, you know, they're just... I mean, they really need to think through and say, this is what I want to do, and this is why I want to do it. And I just think, you know, to go one way or another, but, uh, yeah, I just think that, you know, the kind of debates, you know, just listening to a lot of these councillors, not a lot of them, but some of them, that I I just don't think we're getting the leadership that we ought to be getting from them.
0: Uh, amen, I agree with that. All right, Henry, let's talk about Kathleen Wynne. First, we'll talk about the uh, housing plan. What are your thoughts on, let's start with rent control, then we'll move to the foreign uh, foreign, uh buyer's tax. What are your thoughts on the whole rent control and and what she announced this week?
1: Um, well, I think you know the, uh, w- which rents have been jumping up, particularly in Toronto, and and uh, it's very hard for the government at some point to say that uh, y- they're going to ignore that. And uh, when the governments do ignore that, they get into they do get a lot of, into a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah, because some of those rents were jumping up very, you know, very in a very large way, uh, affecting a whole bunch of people. And I just don't think any government could ignore that and then get away with it. And uh, I, you know, I so I completely understand. You know, it's a complicated issue. There's economic dimensions and there's political dimensions. And right now, I just think the political dimensions were just so strong that, you know, she really had no choice. Uh, I think a reasonable choice. Otherwise, you know, I think her numbers would have dropped even more.
0: Uh, do more, most parties agree on this? Most parties agree something needs to be done.
1: Well, I think certainly the NDP would be in favor of what she did. Uh, they're very qu- they're quiet about it. She she did something they probably would have done. Uh, the progressive conservatives sometimes they're awful quiet, and we're really not sure where they stand on a lot of issues. Uh, they oftentimes don't have policies; they just, they just, you know, they harp on things and they criticize. And for the most part, they haven't had, uh, you know, uh, you know, any detailed plans about a lot of things. So, uh, I don't think the progressive conservatives really like rent control, but I think they they understand the political dimensions of it. They were. In the, in their history, they were really burned by it. So, but if we go, you know, most people won't remember this back back to the 1975 election when the NDP became the official opposition from a third place. Uh, the reason they did is that it started talking about rent control, and suddenly Bill Davis lost his majority mm. to to the NDP. And, uh, I don't know how many people would remember it, but I think that was the same type of situation then that we have now. Uh,
0: we have talked about this in the past. Uh, obviously, it came up in the '90s again, and then back when you're talking about in the '70s when the original program came out. Can we compare times then to now? How are they the same? How are they different?
1: Well, it's just when the when the when the rate when the house when the rents start jumping up very dramatically, you're going to get. I mean, for a lot of people, that just blows their budget wide open. I mean, yeah. we know for. So many people in the province, the most important budget to them is their household budget and Suddenly, if they get a letter or a notice from their landlord saying, "Hey, we're increasing your rent by three hundred dollars a month." You know for a lot of people who are living paycheck to paycheck, and a lot of people do rightly or wrongly that three hundred dollars a month just you know just destroys their budget and they and i and not at that point, nothing
0: else matters. Uh, obviously, you're not an economist, but uh, there's different, there's mixed feelings on this, whether it will be short-term, long-term, if it'll work in the end. is These are usually short-term measures, though, are they not?
1: Yeah, they're basically short-term measures to sort of, you know, cool down the, the increases of the uh of the um, you know of, of of rents now, what the government can do, and I don't know if they've done this. Uh, I don't think they have, but they could say, "Listen, if you want to build beginning of a certain day, if you want to build uh, you know a, 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 a an apartment building and and rent rent out the units, we'll say okay for the next four years, we're not going to have any rent controls on those apart on on those uh, on, on those uh, you know units that you build. So what we'll say is we'll we'll put that in." we 're not going to touch that for the next four years or whatever 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 sort of thing they have to work out to to get these people to start building you know more rental units and that 's essentially what they 've done in the past the here, The problem here is the they, um, you know, the the last time this was done was 1991 so we're, you know, we're pretty as I recall, 1991, so you know we're talking about 20, you know 26 years ago, so uh, you know, that that essentially people who built apartment buildings from 1991 on had had a long time to, you know, recoup all the the money they put into an apartment building.
0: Uh, The foreign homebuyers tax, it seems to have slowed the market down in Vancouver Uh, many are concerned uh that this may have other ramifications uh again there's no one sort of silver bullet here is there
1: no uh i think and you know i don't I, I think it will slow the um uh, yeah, well, primarily in our in Hamilton. Sorry, in southern Ontario. And again, I'm not an economist, so I'm out on a limb here. But I think uh, the uh, it'll slow the uh, increases in prices in condos because uh, my impression is, and again, I mean, i might have the facts completely correct. But you know, there's a lot, and I talked to some people in the industry. And uh, even before they put a shovel in the ground for a condo project, they got all the units sold, and they're not sold to people who are going to u- live in these units. They're going to sell. They are people who. Who are number one, are either going to rent them out, uh, or number two, they're going to sell the rights to the unit uh Somewhere down the road, without having used uh lived in it and uh the tax the way the tax laws work, they have been able to you know write this they write these things their profits and oftentimes there's a big price between the original buyer and a person who buys the rights you know nine months later or some whatever and they're a, they're able to use the tax code to uh just uh you know get a very low taxation on that uh on that gain they don't pay the you know the regular gain. Uh, you know that that you would expect that somebody who, ha- who lived in a place would have to pay so there's there 's really a hole in the tax code there and i 'm uh, uh, now the problem is the federal government is the one that really should have got involved with that because it 's really a federal tax law right. so they have so we have not been helped by the federal government on this if they should have they should have basically said. The only way you're going to keep your, you know, get most of your capital, keep your capital gain on, on a residence is you got to live with you. You have to actually live in it for a year, yeah. and not you can't play this game of I buy the rights to a condo before it even goes under construction, uh, and then I sell it, you know, uh, nine months or a year later to for a lot more money, and I haven't even lived in there. And I, I, think that is a real problem with the, you know, with the with the tax code there, and that's why a lot of speculators have been going up both you know, Canadian and foreign speculators, I think, my understanding have gone in gone into it because they found that loophole in the Canadian tax code.
0: Wanna hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson show. Weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.